You're listening to What's New with Wired. It's Friday, March 31st. I'm Zeke Robison. Today we're talking about how Russia is waging war on Ukraine's hospitals. Make sure to listen to the end to find out what other Wired podcasts you can check out today. In early October 2022, Rachel Clark hurried into Kyiv's bomb shelters with hundreds of Ukrainians. The UK-based National Health Service, or NHS doctor and author, was visiting Ukraine to provide support and training to doctors caring for the dying at hospices around the country. However, the visit to the capital came just as Russia was bombarding the city's power infrastructure with missiles. You didn't just hear the missiles landing, you felt that they reverberated in your chest, Clark explained at Wired Health in London this March. Above ground, windows were blown out. Shattered glass lined the streets. I was terrified, Clark says. The Ukrainian people have endured this for months. Since Russia's full-scale invasion started in February 2022, the whole of life in Ukraine has been impacted, including its healthcare system. Hospitals have been destroyed and damaged, medical facilities have been looted, and landmines have been found inside functioning Ukrainian hospitals that Russian forces had briefly occupied, according to the charity Médecins Sans Frontières. Those who lived in occupied areas had essential medicines and treatments restricted, the charity says. Throughout the war, millions of people have been displaced from eastern Ukraine and the continued fighting has been putting further strain on the country's medical infrastructure at all levels. Surgeons operating on patients have learned to continue with procedures when air raid sirens start, Clark says. Ambulances carrying people have been dug out of mud and snow after getting stuck. Among the widespread disruption, the war has curbed the care that can be provided to those who are terminally ill, including soldiers wounded on the front lines. Clark, a palliative care doctor within the NHS, says patients and those who care for them need more support. One hospice she visited, a three-story building that cares for up to 30 patients, couldn't afford a lift, so those who couldn't make it down the stairs were stuck inside. Similar scenes are repeated across the country's hospices. One patient who is living with a terminal lung condition and cannot afford to donate to the hospice has been knitting socks for the doctors and nurses caring for her, Clark says. Greater supplies of morphine and pressure-relieving mattresses are two low-tech interventions that could help support people, she says. Clark and neurosurgeon Henry Marsh have now set up a new charity, Hospice Ukraine, to provide further training for staff and fund further supplies. It will work with trusted local partners to improve care, Clark says. The aim is to help provide some relief for those dealing with the deadly consequences of war. Healthcare in Ukraine is being deliberately targeted as a weapon of war, Clark said as the charity launched. If you maim a doctor, you are also harming all the other people that doctor might have treated. Make sure to check out our other Wired podcasts. Today in Wired Business, the way artificial intelligence can rewrite software will have huge implications for the tech industry and everyone else, too. Checking in on Wired Science, a blood test that targets 50 types of cancer. And on Wired Security, the U.S. is sending money to countries devastated by cyber attacks. Listen to these stories and more at wired.com podcasts. Thanks for listening to Wired. Check back in tomorrow to hear more stories from wired.com.